I'm your host, Robert Johnson, and you're listening to the Build It Better podcast, powered by Framecat. We all want a better way. Join us as we discuss the benefits of light-gauge steel, and we dispel the myths and bring you the ways the informed construct the world around us. You've built it the old way. Now build it better. Welcome to the Build It Better podcast, powered by Framecat. I'm your host, Robert Johnson, and today we are going to continue our discussion with Bradley Cooper and Roger Ford of Frame Up Now. So join us for part two as we talk about all things Frame Up Now and cold form steel. The, the Most of the early adopters, as a matter of fact, I'm going to say 90% of the early adopters with this type of roll forming technology, whether it be Framecat or Howick or whoever, were in the commercial world they were already traditional commercial framing drywall companies and they were using them to do mid-rise multi-story and and fly-by panels you know pre-finished panels correct um and, and so the piece that has brought up the rear um has been residential has been nobody's been focusing on it nope and you try to get into it there's some of these little sfr and btr communities that are doing it and being you know some of them are doing them out of light gauge deal but yeah, it, it, it was mostly a commercial end of it. So let me ask you this. We've talked about distributors. How's a distributor get into this? What are they going to do? How do they, what's it going to take for them? How are they going to become successful? Well, probably we don't know. Mm -hmm. Time will tell that the, the distributor of the future is a small to medium sized home builder today mm -hmm. that builds out of wood. Mm -hmm. Now that distributor that builds that, that home builder that builds out of wood better better make the transition or they'll be left behind yeah it is going to change it will. Yeah. so yeah. they need to future proof their business there's the phrase that i love so they future proof their business by getting started with metal but you can't just go say i want to be in the metal business you have to have the technology that supports you so here's what we have that can help them one we have a huge offering of homes mm -hmm. ready to build we can ship metal panels anywhere and, and we design those, and so our design center that's gotten better and better and better can design all the homes for the builder that wants to transition from wood to metal. That's the beginning. Um, and we can help that distributor by training them in our shop, and they can come down and run, run our equipment with us, and we'll manufacture the panels and the trusses. Then they can go to the site and put them up. So they end up with the technology, but we're still ta talking about the technical part of the business mm -hmm. and not the business side. Right. So they need financing. Mm -hmm. It's going to cost a couple of machines plus some trucks and trailers and some other things and mm -hmm. some working capital. They may have some of that stuff already, but, yeah, clearly it they're Got getting into the manufacturing saying, business. Yeah. So how do you finance it? Well, there's, there's, there's now a company. They're in Holland. Mm -hmm. They're the biggest finance company in the world. Her name is DLL, mm -hmm. and they serve the world. They don't just serve Holland or America. They right. serve the world. So this financing system that mm -hmm. that uh, we and FrameCAD will put in place mm -hmm. helps those dealers get started. Yeah, helps them set up their plant and equip it. In, yeah. in addition to that, our design center can design their plans for them as necessary, and it costs the distributor zero to get in business with us. Accept the training fee. That's it. 
That's it. You're exactly. That's it. And and we, so we someone orders a plan online, we ship it to them. We keep it. We keep fifteen cents, and they get eighty five cents, and that gets them started. So, I don't want to. I don't want to take away that DIYer in Wisconsin slash Minnesota slash anywhere. I, and I was being facetious earlier when I said, you know, what? How do we do this? And it's going to cost a billion dollars. I want. I want our listeners and viewers to understand. It's not expensive to ship a home across the country. Uh, we're talking a – you can do it with a 35-foot trailer or 30-foot trailer and, you know, a pickup truck. I mean, for years, the boat manu- boat trailer manufacturers, there's people all over this country that manufacture things and ship them across it, 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 with trailers. It's yep. not expensive. Um. And, and with the savings that you're getting in in the labor and you doing it yourself and all of the expertise that comes with that, the the DIYer is really the biggest winner in this thing because let's think about that. Tiny home, tiny homes took off, and it was like everybody was doing a tiny home because they could do the work themselves. All they had to do was buy a trailer. Well, those tiny home people could now build their single-family residence uh, and their neighbors and the one down the street or whoever else they want to do it with so uh, yeah i would i would i would digress a little bit and say that that single that, that diyer is really the biggest winner in this piece uh by being able to reach out and take advantage of these designs robert did you know that brad and i took a trip around the world in august uh, not august in april and april april and may right april and may, april and may. i i, I want to say that i maybe i did maybe i did the reason we did that is we thought we were getting pretty good at what we do mm-hmm but we, but then we said, we don't know what we don't know. We don't know what we don't know. So we went to Australia, New Zealand, and and uh, I went on to India and Africa, and um, and, th- and then we, we we wound up with visiting some frame, cold form steel framing companies on mm-hmm. the east coast of America. Mm-hmm. Out of that came the consolidation of the knowledge. That we found from all these spots, Definitely. and it's made a difference in manufacturing. Oh yeah, right, Brad. Oh, huge, huge shipping, huge stacking. Yeah. Oh, so you uh, since you brought it up, so I just recently, I mean, probably six weeks ago, I made the journey and spent three or four days in Australia and touring some fam- some of the some of the uh, fabricators and framers, um, and then in New Zealand for for two and a half three weeks. Yeah. My time going through. Uh, Australia. So I, again, I come from my background as a construction guy and a frame CAD manufacturer. So I go into these places, and uh, you know I'm expecting these because for those of us here, you see on LinkedIn, you see on social media, you think everything in Australia is being built out of steel. I mean, it's like man, everything's. And you get there and find out they only have ten percent of the market. You know, and then you get in, their factories are small. You know, they're not these big grand things with gantry cranes rolling all over the place. They're, they're, they're there. Don't get me wrong. But, and they're running one and two types of equipment, mostly one. And they're doing everything. So I'm going through the yard and looking at pieces and parts, and I see trusses stacked in this one, one uh, manufacturer's lot. And I went, walked up, got to looking at them looked at the guy I was with and said, how come we can't build trusses like that in North America? 
And they went, you can. I'm like, we can. We do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, we do. I was like, yeah. what do we need to do? And they go, uh design them correctly right you know <laughs> that's right and i said oh everybody in the, everybody in the states thinks that that's a tool you got to have a tool to do that with in your equipment and they're like no your equipment comes with the tool you it's that's all done in design that's not done on right. the machine so you're right the things that you learn seeing the way that they're picking up and flying panels and stacks of panels and things i'm sure you saw some of this stuff yep. it was like well how come i didn't think of that you know well yeah, they've been doing it for years. Right. Um, you know, we learned it, and by the time we got back, we had seventy-two pages of documentation. Oh, I don't listen. I don't don't doubt it at all. Uh, it's when you really get out there and you start. You know, the, the I guess the plus is is those early adopters. Those early adopters had to figure everything out for themselves. And there's no that's no secret in this industry. Um, it was you know, hey, you got to figure out how to price it. You got to figure out you know where the savings come you got to figure out how to sell it you have to all that what what i have seen in the industry is the early adopters typically don't want to share because it's a it's a i had to figure it out on my own i'm not going to teach you how to do it well we're getting to the place now that it's becoming more common common is a great term brad it's becoming more common and 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 people are leaving places of employment and going other places and that knowledge is starting to spread again this wave continues to build um those those people like frame up now and others are way ahead of that curve and can actually bring people along with them now robert we're designed to share that's exactly where i was good at getting we're designed to share Mm -hmm. so um, the strength is in the share. Yeah, yeah so, correct. so so the the very basic start of any business is to get the business systems right so you can build a thousand more just like it. Exactly. And I'm not talking about a thousand more homes just like it. I'm talking about a thousand more businesses just like it. So the intelligence can be distributed throughout the world. Mm-hmm. And so we're designed to do that. And our distributor system because we want to avoid being a franchisor. Sure. I've been a franchisor twice in my life. I don't want to be that again. <laughs> you, you've learned something, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So a distributor gets an opportunity to do everything we do, we, we, we do. And if they don't do enough of it, we'll just appoint another distributor. Exactly. That's it. So we'll help them be really successful. Right. And if they, if they lean on their shovel, we'll find someone else that doesn't. Which is such a novel concept. Um, I, I have people that, that say to me all the time, so do you, um, do you give territories, you know? So surely you, you guys have territories. You only have so many in a territory and you only, I'm like, why? If you, if you have the gumption and want to get out there and get it great for you, if you want to put it in your garage and let it gather dust, that's on you too. That's right. Um, uh, you just, you just. Except you can't be a distributor anymore if you do that because we want the success of them and us. There's distrib- my point. That's what I was getting at. If you want to get at it and be successful, then this relationship is a great relationship to get into. If you don't, then somebody else is somebody going else to. Somebody else will. Take over. Yeah, absolutely somebody else will. So what if, what have I not asked either one of you? Or, Brad, what's something that you would want to share that I have we haven't talked about yet? Oh, I don't know. Um, I guess uh, – 
we touched a little bit about going over to Australia and New Zealand, about mm-hmm. learning the processes over there. Um, in the facility down where we are, um, we we're kind of secluded down there, and mm-hmm. you know, there's no others there. So the the learning curve going over there was really beneficial as far as learning to package mm-hmm. um, and distribute, mm-hmm. and which is a uh, and also manufacture. There's, mm-hmm. They had a lot of manufacturing techniques that were pretty interesting. Yeah, which has now spread through our our facility, which is what we will be now spreading through all the new distributors that we can bring on, um, just as a, um, a learning tool for everybody. We just want to spread it on. Yeah, and you know, one of the things we're talking about being in Australia that that I saw in every one of the shops that I went into was a bank of designers. Okay. You get out here and you're like, so here's my factory and here's this. And okay, well, who does your design? Well, we've got this person that sits in this corner back here with no light, um, you know, and, 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 and they, they've all, they've all, they've learned you got, it all starts in the design. So they've got this bank of designers and all these people around that that's the designs, the wind, the designs, the roadblock in North America. Well, and it becomes really, really expensive for them to do just what you described. It does because you can't have enough of them. And if you do have enough of them, you don't have enough repetition for them to stay good at their game Mm -hmm. because it it wanes and waxes. Mm -hmm. Look at NFL football today. They used to have a big, big roster. It's been reduced, 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 reduced. And when they go into the season, they'll have 53 guys on the field. And that's often not enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're exactly right. You got to have a big enough bench so you can assure an outcome at the at a moment's notice. So what we've done is build a big, big bench. That's the key. More important, a wonderful playbook with all the specifications that keeps evolving every time we learn something new, provided it should be repeated. Mm-hmm. And that playbook, the specifications, along with our cluster of really good designers ends up to be available to us and anyone else that needs a design now. Yeah. Because a customer doesn't want to wait. Come on. We, the, the society we live in is very instant gratification. Instant. Yeah, yeah it's like, you know, I, listen, I want to build a house, and I want it to be standing in three days, you know. Yeah, right. That's the benefit of napkin CAD. That is the benefit yeah. of napkin CAD. Matter of fact, it uh, they can. Uh, it could even be imagination CAD for all we call it. Uh, it's if you can think it, we can build it for you. That's right. You yeah. know. So, what about you? What, what's something that I haven't mentioned or we haven't discussed that you you want to talk about before we finish up here in a minute? Oh, I got you, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, That's I kind did of get you. <laughs> yeah, it is unusual. Um, you know, we covered things like, and I'll give you a chance to think about that. Um, you know the differences in framing with wood and steel, and 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 we we talked about how many times do you drive by these these multi level buildings that are out being framed? You know these multifamily places, and it's lumber that's out in the. We are now in monsoon season here in beautiful Arizona, getting rain every evening, and these not only has the lumber been stacked for weeks on end all around there, and what wasn't stolen has gone back to mother nature and is now you can build canoes out of it and um to be able to to get into it to be able to stand in a hallway or stand in a corner or stand outside and eyeball a wall and that thing be so true um for for construction people it's just oh the the ease oh my goodness your pickup 
in the houses is so much better. Trim so, looks better. Oh, yeah. Everything is better. Your drywall is better. You can do smooth drywall now. Oh, you do a drywall. nice level five finish of smooth right. wall in place. That's places. right. Great. You seldom see that unless you want to pay extra money. For oh, it. yeah, That's exactly. Right. And then it's got like, you know, it's like Bondo on a car. That's you know, right, you've exactly. got two inches in one place and nothing in another. That's right. Yeah. So the difficult thing we think in the future, we're solving it right now, is converting small production builders. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not talking about nationals. Correct. But but local builders that might do 50 to 200 homes a year. Mm-hmm. Well, the challenge with that and with any other builder is they do it, they've done it this way for a long, long time. And to change it means a disruption in their whole system. Mm-hmm. So we've got to get started. And we're really working on getting our, our foot in the door with five or six builders in Tucson. Mm-hmm. Once that happens, it'll happen many places. Oh, it's that... But we had a for, I had a fortunate call yesterday, a big well-known builder in Tucson. They've got nine subdivisions. Hey, Roger, I think it's time. I think you can start to help us. We have a customer. It's a $2 million home, and they want it in metal. Insist on it. Mm-hmm. It won't take wood. Yeah. So what do you need? I said, we don't need much. Told them what we needed in terms of a, a floor plan and elevations and so forth. Well, we can give you more than that. And I said, okay. And we'll get back to you. And I could give them a quote instantly because I know the factors. Tell them what it's going to cost before they even give me a plan. Oh, we haven't even talked about that. Yeah. So, well, you asked <laughs> you, me to say something. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, right? no, but it made me think about it. I was like, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, great. So we're going to get that job. Yeah, you are. And, and, and it's going to be a job that I think most builders of cold form steel for residential homes that build a commercial home of, uh, five car garage in a four thousand foot home. They wouldn't want to do it. It's too complex. It's not for us. No, it's not at all. The Tory, the place I came from yeah. before before joining the folks here at Framecad, um, that's what they are. That's what they're they've always been. Has been a luxury home builder in Las Vegas, and they built twenty five million dollar, yeah, uh, you know, luxury homes, one hundred percent out of steel. Were they? That's great. And red uh, steel or cold form? Cold form steel. Really? That's great. Yeah. Now. There's a one-off uh, where you've got a big slider, you know, that, oh, sure. and, and maybe a second floor above it or something, where there has to be a piece of structural steel. Right. But that makes me jump to this other thing. We're seeing this not only in the commercial world and, and now the big push going into the residential world, but in the industrial world and in mixed-use developments. Um, we designed a building in, in uh, Las Vegas, a uh, mixed-use it was going to become the factory at one point, and we were bound to determine we want the whole thing out of cold form steel. Okay, okay, it's going to be cold form steel, much like you would see tilt up construction here right. or yep. anywhere else. We're going to do it all of cold form steel. Yep, we can do it. It's fantastic. Got an engineer, great engineering firm, well known in cold form steel. Got it designed, and, and I look at the plans, and there's this column that runs down the center line here. There's this beam, and the columns were like sixty inches by three feet it was like 50 something studs that were welded together and i went now we have found something that doesn't make sense to do it out of cold form steel it's not the end all to everything we're like you can take a four inch piece of tube steel and put there in that column and if you want it to look like cold form steel wrap it in cold form steel but uh so it, it can't do everything it can do most things right um, and it can do most things well. That's do right. it very well. Yeah, do it yep. very well. Yep. Well, listen, this has been awesome. Um, so wait a minute. 
Go. You said, ah, that gives me an idea, but you got off tangent. Did you forget what you yeah, were talking about? Yeah, I'm an old about? man. Um, huh? I'm an old man. Talk, I was, we're I was we're talking you. about cost. Yeah, and you said. And how you get to an instant answer on cost. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, because in, in the lumber. Do you want me to run this interview? <laughs> can we can, oh, let's swap chairs? You mind? Uh, so yeah, in the lumber world, you know, you're sending plans off to a to a lumber yard or somebody, yes, and they're getting a, doing a takeoff and sending you back everything. I could talk to somebody right now. We're sitting talking about it. Now I've done enough of this. You've done enough of it. You can tell me right now how many pounds per square foot it takes to build a two thousand square foot single family residence. So you're right. talking to somebody on this guy on the phone and say, I, I already know the answer. You're like bam, bam, bam. So if I'm off by five percent plus or minus, it doesn't matter. Because he needs to get rolling. That's right. the point. Right? right? We you know, we all need velocity in these days. Yeah. So we can help create velocity. Yeah. Let me you have more time for yeah. me? Got it. You got two minutes. Oh, come on. No. That's it. I'm gonna I'm, we're gonna shut the mics off in two You're minutes. Not either. <laughs> no, <we're> not. <laughs> so we have a we have a big um, catalog system of all of our do it yourself designs. Mm -hmm. And we know a whole bunch of things about them, like mm -hmm. like fifteen columns wide. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And we know we project the cost so we can post it on the internet. Right. And then we design it. Now we know how much metal. Mm -hmm. And and then we know that because we know how much metal, it replaces the cost. And we're usually within 5 or 10% mm -hmm. of the way. Yeah, it's very close. And once we have all, all that information, then we're going to end up, we have, a lot, have to have a large enough N number. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When we're at about 300 in there in all catalog, then we'll be able to say at a square What's the square foot cost of a 1,400-square-foot home, either with a pitched roof or a flat roof, one story or two stories? Mm -hmm. That's about right. And, 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 and we'll be able to say that's it. I can do it now for, for mid-rise multi-story. Yeah. Yeah, you um, probably could. That's yeah, and I tell people all the time, well, they were like, you can't do that. There's no way you can do that. And I'm like, yeah, I can if you build it like I'm, like I'm thinking in my head. Right. Like, I know the best way to do it and most cost-efficient. If you build it like that, this is what it's going to cost you 32 to 34 dollars right. a square foot whatever that is right. and but if you start changing it you want you know more wide open lobbies you want all this kind of stuff then you got a problem we got to engineer more of it right? right but right now it's engineered for that number i gave you and what is the what's the first thing a customer asks when they go shopping for something what's oh yeah cost? cost cost what's the price yeah right right unless if you're you, my wife that comes later. She doesn't care what she it costs. Care what it costs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get a new one. <laughs> a new wife or a new cost? <laughs> okay. So, so the first thing a customer asks is that question. But if you can answer that question, mm -hmm. then that customer frees up their mind to talk about everything else. Yeah, you've already, you've already gotten past the biggest hurdle. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. And if it's too much, they tell you it's too much. That's right. But you know. That's right. Right off the bat. So you don't waste your time. Yep. I want to get to a quick yes or no. Mm-hmm. So as a customer. Yeah, and you're exactly right. And if it's not right for them, it's not right for them. It's right. not right for everybody. But I think it's right for most. I do, too. Oh, yeah. I didn't think okay. so. Can I stop now? No. Okay. No, go ahead. You you have enjoyed this. I have, too. Yeah. We're going to have you come back. We, we will certainly have you come back. Uh, not going to be soon because I can only take so much of you. But uh, – <laughs> <laughs> see the problem is i, is I know no 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 and i and i can see the wheels turning and i know i'm gonna get it back uh it yeah. may be off air but i'm gonna get it back That's right. <laughs> uh no man thank you thank you very much brad i appreciate no, you good. you coming up from tucson you had a little traffic i apologize wasn't yep. my fault i didn't set it up ahead of time um but man so glad next time no, i'll come down it. and we'll do this and we'll do it in your your it's all right your we don't mind coming it gives us a chance to visit 
side by side for oh, a couple, sure. for four right. hours. Uninterrupted time. Right. Yeah. yeah, It's, it's good for us. Awesome. Thanks, gentlemen. Uh, I always end it this way. We've always, we've all of us have built it the old way. Now let's go build it better. See Very you next good. time. Thank you for listening to the Build It Better podcast powered by Framecad. Be sure to leave a review on iTunes, subscribe on YouTube, and check us out at builditbetterpodcast.co. I'm Robert Johnson. Thanks for listening.